here we are today with episode, I guess this is episode eight of Life of Defiance podcast. I'm the host, Mason Beard, and uh, our my co-host is not available today for some stupid reason. I'm going to make fun of him mercilessly while he's not here. But I've replaced him with two bros from New York. Uh, you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves. My name is Bryce. Um, I'm 18 and I play guitar and do vocals for Brotality. Yeah, my name is Reese. I'm Bryce's brother. Um, I'm 16 and I do vocals and bass for Brotality. You guys are young. Jeez. I'm not, I'm not much older, but I'm, I'm still a little bit. I'm, I'm 20. I'll be 21 this year, but... <laughs> Yeah, you're still right there. Yeah, I mean it's close, but yeah, yeah. I'm just going. I'm going bald. I don't have nearly as much hair, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I have a funny. I have a funny story. So, I joined. I signed with Rottweiler with my band Symphony of Heaven, and I think at that time I was the youngest person on the roster. <laughs> and like two weeks later, I don't. I don't know how long it was, but you guys joined like right oh, after. Man. So I went from being the youngest to the fourth youngest on the roster <laughs> so uh but yeah it was a uh, that was just a fun story i'd throw out there yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh so yeah go ahead and tell I'll, I'll shut up but you guys go ahead and tell me about your band and whatnot so like give a quick background and how you guys started and whatnot yeah so we have been uh live and kicking since january 2018 and since then we've released a few eps and some singles but our biggest release, our debut album, Worldwide Desolation, just dropped Friday, February 5th, 2021. And we are so stoked on it. This is our first, like I said, this is our debut album. And uh, we really feel like this is this is like our most pro stuff yet. Um, we're, we're super stoked on it. And we signed with, signed with Rottweiler Records back in uh, March of 2020. So we're coming up on a year now. And yeah, uh, Reese, you have anything you wanna add to that? No, I think that was good and just hope to play more shoes again, shows again soon um, because we had some lined up last summer. Some of our biggest shows that would have been like I Matter Festival, um, Creation Festival, like a full slot and Capstone Festival. Um, but tentatively, they're probably going to be postponed to this summer. So hopefully they happen. And yeah, um, we get to play some shows again soon. Yeah, I hope I hope shows come back again too, man. It's it's been it, last year was a terrible year, yeah, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. Um, but uh, dang on it, I got derailed so quickly. It's been that bad of a morning. I apologize. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. So I guess go ahead and talk about the album, man. Like I gotta say, it is a killer album. Thank you. Phenomenal. I. I uh, I reviewed it on uh, the Metal Onslaught. I think you guys saw. Yeah. Yeah. That. Ooh. Production. <laughs> and you're right. The production was amazing on that release. So Thank you it, so much. Yeah. So, um, are, are you are you good? Am I am I good? I don't want to cut you off. No, go ahead, dude. Oh. This is your interview. <laughs> <laughs> sweet, sweet. So yeah, this album we've started uh, releasing some singles from it for about a year now. But um, this is this is our debut. Like I said, it's a 12-track album, all pretty much just slammers of a track. Uh, we've had some amazing reviews, like yours. Thank you so much for that. And the reception to it so far has been amazing. We are so stoked to get this out and to have people listening to it and really enjoying it. We're absolutely loving it. This is also our debut. Uh, full-length release on Rottweiler, 
which has been super, super awesome. Yeah, so the song, the album starts out with a little bit of an intro there that flows right into the first track, Foxhole, which was a uh, single off the album. And then you have Salt in the Wound right after that, which is, was another single off the album. After that, you have some new songs that were never released before. I Am Fire, I Am Death. Um, right after that, Biohazard, which we've got some exciting stuff for Biohazard coming up soon. Ooh. Then from Biohazard, you get a nice flow. It goes straight from Biohazard into Empty Existence, another new track, the second mm -hmm. longest on the album. Probably one of my favorites as of the moment. Straight into Prisoners of the Abyss, which was a previously released single. Straight into Dirt Nap, which was released uh, in conjunction with Foxhole. And then after that, we have a slammer of a song with Spiral Out, which just starts with Reese hitting that gnarly bass wah. Mm -hmm. And then into Legion Falls. Then you have a little interlude with Garden right before our... And then Garden flows straight into The Way of Suffering, which is the final song on the album. It's about nine minutes long, and I think it's it's a big epic. I know Reese would definitely say that one's his favorite. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, dude, that yeah, that last song that took me off guard of how good it was. Like, <laughs> you know, I I'll be honest, nine minute songs are can usually rarely hold my attention. <laughs> um, maybe because my ADD or whatever. I don't know. I was homeschooled. <laughs> bear with me, but uh, <laughs> so. But that song was amazing. Um, Thank you. Yeah, man, you did. You guys did a great job. Garden almost made me cry just because of how pretty <laughs> it was, honestly. But uh, <laughs> wow! Thank you so much. Oh, no problem. Of course, um, Reese. So I know you're a big Reliant K fan. Yes. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I think I may have said something about it in the review, but for some reason, it reminded me of. Uh, are you familiar with their song Deathbed? Yes, I love that song. Yeah, that's kind of what it reminded me of. Your vocals kind of gave that vibe off too a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I saw you said that in the review and <laughs> I was like, that is awesome. Because I also saw you mentioned um, X-Hole self-titled mm -hmm. and I was like, come on. Like that is, I mean, that's like my favorite album ever. So that was, that's so cool. Yeah, so it was awesome to see that. But yeah, Deathbed is like such a good song. And I don't think it... I wouldn't say it directly influenced like for us the actual song because I wasn't too familiar with that song or that album um, like before we actually recorded The Way of Suffering. But recently, like over the past couple of months, getting more into that album by Reliant K and that song especially, when I listen to it, I do kind of think of The Way of Suffering. Like it's kind of mm -hmm. structured like that. And we tried not to make The Way of Suffering we didn't try to make it nine minutes just to be nine minutes. Mm -hmm. we, I mean, if it was supposed to be a three minute song, if that's how it was gonna feel, then mm -hmm. we would we would have made it three, but it just came together and it ended up being a longer song. And I kind of feel that way with Deathbed too. Like it never feels like 10 minutes to me, even right. though I think it is. And <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I feel you there. Sorry, Bryce, that we're boring the crap out of you. <laughs> oh, no, it's all good. Reese has been getting me into Reliant K, too. So I'm not familiar okay. with Deathbed, but I'm, I'm getting into Reliant K a lot. Yeah, it's the, it's like their older stuff. It's mm. like, it was like the last album that had a little bit of the pop punk before mm. they went more rock. Yeah, cool. I still love the pop punk stuff. Anyways, this is yeah. more of a metal show. So. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, I think... I mean, I heard I heard like the six songs before they, you know, the the singles or whatever. Yeah. I guess that's what they're called. Yeah. Um, 
So I'd have to I'd have to say Legion's Fall is probably my favorite from those because it was the thank you. It was just the heavy one, man. Kicked me right in the teeth. Yeah, but uh, I'd say Biohazard is probably my favorite from the the ones I had uh, not heard. It's the heaviest in my book, Ooh. but yeah, that's yeah, awesome. liked yeah. it a lot. Yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah, um, that that riff it just crushes right off the bat, and then I feel like that's one of the more like it's a little bit more straight up, but it's just like straight up pummeling the whole time. And yeah, stay tuned because we have some cool stuff coming for Biohazard. Oh, I'm excited to hear about that. Seriously, <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, so I, I guess I should say, I don't want this to come off as like an interview. I want it to come <laughs> across as more of like a conversation because it's yeah. like, you know, it's, this is a podcast. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. have to be like your formal, uh, format or whatever, but it's more fun when it's a conversation. Cause you go down weird rabbit holes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the Reliant K one. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So like, I know you guys are more of the how do i say this modern metal like heads like you guys like uh architects a lot uh animals as leaders um mastodon mm-hmm. uh, yeah i tell you what my co-host roland if he were here and if he hadn't been partying it up last night or whatever uh <laughs> but uh, he would be loving this conversation he's a huge he's a huge fan of those bands i've i've not i've been getting into the older stuff more than the newer stuff lately yeah so uh but yeah but um, yeah we, we um i mean we kind of listen to a bunch of different stuff but definitely i would say more like 2000s and up in mm-hmm. just what we listen to generally i mean that still includes like Mastodon, Gojira, Baroness, Opeth, um, bands like that. Right. But in general, probably around that time frame, um, we definitely listen to some older stuff too. But Liam, especially, um, Liam listens to a lot of ve- like very modern stuff. Like Liam is the only one of us that really listens to Architects. Um, ah. Liam is more into the like, you know, very modern metal. Like he's a big Animals Leaders fan, and we are, we all, are too right. um but polyphia and bands like that and then bryce and i are a little bit older i would say in terms of like music taste like right. i don't know it's kind of it's kind of all over the place but yeah i would definitely say like kind of modern metal and mastodon and stuff of that sort right yeah yeah i, I like a lot of stuff that's kind of like that or bands that came out of that like 2000s kind of like I always refer to it as like the Atlanta scene, but like mm. not and all the bands were from Atlanta, but like Mastodon came out of that scene. Um, Baroness came out of that scene. Clutch is a part of that scene. Like uh, a, a lot of the bands like that, they kind of have like a little bit of like a sludge influence with it. Cause oh, I mean, yeah. if, if you look at it, a lot of those bands, it's like the whole thing is just about like the riff of the song. <laughs> so like, that's what I'm about. I listen to music yeah. for the riffs. So whatever has riffs in it, I'm good with it. Definitely dude. Definitely. Yeah. So like, yeah, like I said, I mean, yeah, I guess I kind of did the opposite of what Reese said. I kind of went from 2000s back lately anyways, like uh, especially I've been deep diving into death. Uh, nice. Yeah. Death and uh, Sepultura especially have been on the high on the list. Nice. Uh, I, I went through the metalcore phase when I was uh, like 15. <laughs> so, we did too. We did yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I totally I should have asked Liam to be on here. I totally forgot. I thought maybe it was too last minute. Um, 
because mm-hmm. it was too late. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, he's 15, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Dude, that dude, he can kill it. I can just tell. Like, I, I have no idea what he's doing behind <laughs> that drum set, but he's doing something right. And I'm <laughs> taking a lot of inspiration from him lately. I'm like, good Lord. That's awesome. That's awesome. We'll definitely relay that info to him. Definitely. Yeah. And and Liam, if you're listening, I'd like to have you on at some point. But uh, yeah, man. So, I mean, obviously, I guess COVID withstanding, I know you guys would probably try to tour on this album. Yeah. Um, but uh, so you, you guys have played some crazy big shows before, though, um, or at least yeah. by most people's standards crazy big shows <laughs> yeah so. we've gotten pretty lucky to play some sick shows i think um one of the one that stands out in my head was last year we played uh, creation fest northeast well mm-hmm. uh, not last year you know the what was it 2019 2019 yeah, 2019 we were <laughs> the last year that was good <laughs> yeah yeah the last good year <laughs> but yeah that was an insane show and we were supposed to play again actually last year 2020 but right that's everything you're supposed to play last year so far has been moved up to 2021 so this year coming up we should be playing as long as these things happen again right fest northeast again um capstone uh hopefully audio feed Mm. and then uh we actually booked um chains on chains festival Mm. i matter festival we should be playing again so we should have a lot of these nice shows coming back and then we're gonna work them all into a tour this summer hopefully if that all happens heck yeah man that's that's the hope isn't it like yeah yeah like i I was hoping to be at audio feed this last year especially but this year i'm really really hoping and praying it happens it would be such a bummer if it if it got canceled i mean you can't do anything about it but like i've really been looking forward to it right and it would uh yeah i really hope it would happen i our band played one show last year and it was in january it, like right at the start of everything it was like oh sweet we got one in but it's felt like it's been an eternity since we played that show dude yeah yeah uh, did you guys play any last year like early or were you yeah. guys busy writing this yeah we um the whole time i mean like during we've been writing the album well, we had been writing the album like much before um covid hit too mm-hmm. um and then once covid hit we just buckled down even more and really like pieced together the final things of the album. Mm-hmm. So that kind of been um, done for the most part, um, kind of right around when it was hitting. But we played, we actually played a show. Like it was a great show too, with some great other bands. It was in, it was at the fire in Philadelphia. Mm. Um, okay. And it was a great show, but it was literally like the week before everything got shut down. <laughs> um, and it was just weird, but it was a great show, but then, yeah, literally like the next week um, we were like out of school and like everything got right. shut down. And then we played, we played a show, I think in January too, and maybe one in February. So before it hit, but we, Bryce, played, a, we played a little bit more regularly than that. We, we, we were probably hitting shows like every other week hmm. before the yeah. end. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine doing that. <laughs> Everybody's so spread out here uh but okay okay that makes i guess that makes some sense yeah so i do have like another question about like you said reese you said something about dropping out or coming out of school so you guys were 
like you do go to like public schools and stuff like that. I know uh, Bryce, you're in college, but uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We go to a, yep. I just go to like the school near me. um, And yeah, like it's kind of hard. It's a little bit tricky, um, you know, like balancing it because of course, like I would love to just sit every day at home playing bass and working on brutality full time. Right. That's cool. But as of right now, um, yeah, like Liam's still in school. Um, I'm in school. So that's just, that's just another part of things, but yeah. Right. Yeah. When, when we got that out of school time, that's kind of what kicked the rest of the album into gear. Like we recorded salting the wound spiral out and dirt nap back in February before everything got shut down. It's like that, that was one studio session. And originally the plan, this was like before even signing a Rottweiler or anything, we were just going to do this independently. Originally the plan was to put those three on a songs, those three songs on an album with the old versions of Prisoners of the Abyss and Legion Falls and have that be like a third EP. Mm. But then once we got out of school, I just started cranking out riffs like crazy. And then these, we started putting lyrics on them and bass parts and the song started really coming together. So we figured this summer we'll hit the studio because we have 12 tracks now. So we re-recorded Prisoners of the Abyss and Legion Falls. And then now instead of doing that EP, we released this album. So like, what's that? Nine out of the 12 songs were written and recorded in um, in quarantine. It's impressive, dude. Seriously. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no problem. But uh, so, who? yeah, I, I guess I was just wondering because uh, I think I mentioned earlier, I, I was homeschooled. So yeah. that's kind of I thought I was like, dude, I can't imagine having this much time to do that stuff, even being homeschooled. Like, it's not as uh, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I had more time than some people but still um so i guess i should ask who who recorded the album and who produced it i i never really figured that out yeah so we went um well so liam lives in like the scranton pennsylvania area and we're about an hour away from the scranton area so we went to a studio in the scranton area there it's like one of the little towns uh oliphant pa is the name Mm, but it's right near scranton and the studio itself is called jl studios and the man, Joe Loftus, he's insane, <laughs> so good. He recorded and produced the whole album. And then uh, along with Jay Preston, he's like studio assistant and he helped him with a lot of the stuff. But dude, we cannot say enough good things about JL Studios. Like, it's insane, man. This, like Joe has it so down pat and like he'll sit at the desk and he'll work for like eight hours straight. He's like so dedicated with it. and. He, he always knows, like, he's like, oh, throw this in there. It'll be perfect. And it always sounds amazing. <laughs> so he, he always has, like, the right input whenever you need it, too. So we're, we're, if nothing, I mean, unless something else, like, radically changes, uh, album number two will be recorded at JL. Heck yeah, yeah. man. And it, it was so nice, too. Like, all the reasons Bryce just said, like, JL is amazing and the final product's amazing. But another reason why JL is so awesome is just because, like, being in the studio, no matter what we were doing in there, even if it was a an all guitar day for three days in a row or something, it was still like super fun and it was still nice to be in there. Like, I want to go back there right now. Like, I don't. It, it was just it was just such an enjoyable experience. Um, and yeah, it just that's another upside of JL Studios is like it was just thoroughly enjoyable to be in there. I know some bands like 
you hear stories of where, oh, like we're going in the studio for this amount of time to record this album, and it's gonna be tough. I'm sure there were times where we were up till two in the morning, um, like recording tracks or doing vocals, right. but it was honestly like really enjoyable the entire time. Yeah. and. Something I bet you'll dig, Mason, as like a fellow musician. Mm -hmm. The studio is in the basement of a music store. So if you ever get bored, you can just go upstairs and like demo any gear that you want, which mm -hmm. is so sick. Dude, that does sound amazing. For real. Yeah, it was awesome. Sounds, that sounds like a really good time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Ah. And I lost my train of thought. Dang mm. it. <laughs> it's been one of those weeks, man. I'll be. Yeah. Ah, man. So you mentioned second album. Is uh, is there, you guys got any demos? I mean, it might be a little early to ask that question, but, you know. So, yeah, we actually have about eight rough tracks uh, working for no album number two. Oh, my so gosh. We're, we, we, we've really been cranking them out. And they're, they're in the rough stages right now. They need refinement, need another, like, look at. But uh, a few of them already have vocals on them and are, like, pretty solid. So we're hoping to get album number two out relatively soon like not not too long of a break between albums you'll you just have so much material to go through good lord <laughs> but uh oh i remember what i was gonna ask you guys gosh so i yeah i was i was looking i was doing some research for some i don't remember what for but i was doing well probably this interview well that, that sounds better I'll say that. <laughs> uh, but uh, you guys played like one of your guys' first shows, I think. You guys played with Deep Purple and Judas Priest. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> how did you? How did you guys manage that? I'm curious. So where we live, Reese and I live 15 minutes away from Bethel Woods, which is where Woodstock originally took place. That's oh. like the grounds of where the festival was. That makes sense. So now there, they have like a huge amphitheater that like the biggest acts ever come through there. Mm -hmm. And like, like it's a whole museum and everything. So we've done some stuff there before playing on like smaller stages that they have in the museum. And um, we we did a part of this like talent show kind of thing that they organized. Uh, it was like a kind of like a battle of the bands, but not everybody was a band. It was just battle of the acts, I guess you'd call it. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Um, it was actually just Reese and I performed with a drum oh. track. This was like, we did this before Liam was in the picture. So just Reese and I performed and we did like a medley of crazy train and understand man or something. Oh, that's but awesome. We ended up winning the, we ended up winning the show and part of the deal there was like a prize and then uh part of the prize like a chance to play at a future bethel woods event so mm -hmm. they didn't really lay out what that was or like how big that would mean but when we saw uh, judas priest and deep purple were coming we pushed hard we were like we won you said there'd be this thing like how about this one so right. with a lot of talking and persuasion they uh they said oh they said all right for it and we were so stoked and um the one thing we weren't actually on the same stage as them with like the pyrotechnics and everything that they had on the stage mm -hmm. that wasn't allowed just because like i like they don't want like reese or i like step in the wrong way and, like, <laughs> getting our leg blown off or something <laughs> but uh we we played like right before they went on while the gates opened and everybody was walking oh, in okay so like 
whatever the crowd was walking in, like all those people walked right by us while we were playing. And like <laughs> a lot of people stopped and really enjoyed it. But yeah, that was, that was such an insane show. And then like to play and then immediately see uh, Judas Priest and Deep Purple play. It was like, it was insane, dude. No kidding. Rishi, you got anything about that? No, it was just, it was amazing. Like exactly what Bryce said. It was so cool to see people like stopping because I mean, I would think like if I'm going to see Judas Priest, like I'm in the gate and I'm just going to the stage. Like I just want to get there and be ready for it. But um, like Bryce said, since we were playing before they went on, like it wasn't like they'd actually gone on already. So right. it was before they went on and so everyone's walking, it was really cool to see people stopping. And we even had like a little mosh pit going. I don't know. <laughs> it, it was so much fun. <laughs> Sounds like a blast, man. Did, did you yeah. get to meet any of the, any of the guys from Deep Purple or Judas Priest? We didn't, we didn't know oh, about that, man. but um, we, we actually did get a chance to play the stage. Like, way long ago and reese and i were in another band we opened up now get ready for this we opened up for kids bop on their main <laughs> stage and we got to meet the kids bop kids so i mean that rivals yeah. it That's yeah awesome. i didn't know kids bop did shows yeah yeah, yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> oh i can't wait to see who updates the wikipedia on uh, on yeah the- Oh yeah, yeah. something else. Okay, <laughs> gosh, that was unexpected. Um, but okay, so I, how did you guys meet Liam then? If he he wasn't a part of the band originally, he came in like two years after you guys started, ish. Yeah, yeah. So um, the way it worked, Reese and I kind of did some stuff under the Brutality name for a while, but there was right. never like a. There was never like a certified lineup or anything. We just did some things that were posted as brutality. Gotcha. But um, so we had done some stuff in this studio before, a different studio in the Scranton area. Mm-hmm. And Liam had also done some stuff in there. And the studio owner knew Liam's dad. Mm. So he wanted to get a like uh, collaboration project to promote the studio done. So he wanted Reese and I on guitar and bass. And then he got liam as the drummer and then somebody we knew who used to sing in one of our older bands did vocals Mm -hmm. and we were playing funny enough the song that got us together as a band it was a cover of i want you to want me by cheap trick what it that song never got aired like it's not anywhere (laughs) never got published what was that i said darn we could yeah yeah we could could remedy that just play it underneath what we're talking about now true true yeah but um yeah, Liam was absolutely hammering on the drums. And at this point, with the old bands that Reese and I were in, we never really did originals. It was kind of just cover stuff that we would play uh, locally. Mm-hmm. But we knew we wanted to start doing originals. I was kind of writing that and getting into, like, demo recording them. So we knew we wanted somebody, like, serious playing with us. And Liam was absolutely killing it. And at that point, he was, like, 12. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and... So we asked him to come over and like keep jamming with us and it worked really well. And we've just been, we've uh, kept jamming since. That worked out rather well then. And it, and I guess it works out that he's not, he's not too far. It's only about an hour. He said, yeah. 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 And yeah, that works out pretty well. I'd say, geez. Uh, yeah. yeah. Man. I'll have to, yeah. I, there, he had a podcast episode. Somebody had a podcast interview with him. I've been meaning to listen to that. Oh many, yeah. 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 Have you guys okay. done any of those before? Any podcasts before? Or is... 
I'm sure. Uh, I think we've done some other ones like as yeah. a full band, but I, his was like straight about drumming, which is pretty cool. Right. Right. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I thought it was. I just haven't. Yeah. And as a drummer, that would be interesting to listen to. I'll tell you, but yeah, yeah. that's cause I'm a nerd. It's fine. <laughs> oh, we are too. <laughs> okay. Good. Glad I'm not the only one here. Yeah. yeah. Seem too cool for school, but, um, <laughs> Oh, daggone it. So you guys, so you did what, two EPs before you signed a Rottweiler. Yep. Hypernova and The Provocation? Yes. Yep. Okay. Can you guys want to talk about those a little bit? Do you guys work with Liam with, on those? So, yeah, on Hypernova. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, I didn't even, um, <laughs> I didn't even work on Hypernova. Hypernova oh all Bryce. Um, Bryce like wrote the whole thing and he recorded the whole thing um, in our home studio. So that was all Bryce and he recorded the bass for it too. Um, and so soon after that, I would say, um, we we met Liam, right Bryce? After yeah, Hyper- it was like right after that. Okay. Or maybe we, 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 we like released the album when, well released the EP when Liam was part of the band. So like, I had written and recorded everything and then okay. Liam joined and then it got released. Okay. It was one of those situations. I've yeah. <laughs> okay. Makes sense. And then for the provocation, um, it's if if anyone has like listened to it, it's definitely a big change in sound from Hypernova. Hypernova mm -hmm. is much more like um genty and like very modern metal. Um right. that, that was in my gent phase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's why Hypernova sounds so different. And then the provocation is thanks to Mastodon because we discovered Mastodon uh, like right when we released Hypernova, maybe a little after. Right. We discovered Mastodon. We had known Liam. Liam was a Mastodon fan. We mm -hmm. saw Mastodon in concert like a few months later. So all that happened. And so we just got much more into that type of metal, which is very different from like bands like Periphery and stuff. Definitely. And so our influence has changed and so the provocation sounds definitely more similar to like just say world of desolation than hypernova does um and we recorded for the provocation all in our home studio too um and bryce did liam how did liam record drums for that yeah for that album the studio that we actually met at not the one that worldwide desolation was recorded but the other one liam just tracked drums in there because drums are hard to record at home <laughs> uh, like I don't have that many mics. So right. We recorded the drum somewhere else, and then I did all the mixing and mastering for that one. Oh, okay. That's cool. So you do have some production credits on your name then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I feel like since then, like, even our demos that we write now, I'm a lot more proud of those <laughs> than, like, the sound on the provocation. I, I, I think the pro I think the provocation was fine. It did, it did what it needed to do. Like, got the songs out there, and it doesn't sound bad. Right. But I'm just like... I, I, since then I've been recording more and more and more and I feel like I feel like I'm a lot better at it now right it's that it's that progression if you keep yeah. working, keep working on it you keep getting better at it well yeah and I'm I'm minoring in audio arts now too oh. so I'm gonna I'm gonna learn some more of it and who knows maybe one day one of our albums will again be a Bryce Mayapolsky uh, mix and mastered one right on man I've been trying to study that stuff here too lately it's it's an interesting experience. Yeah, yeah. That's Especially awesome. All the other members of the band are freaking musical geniuses, and they can 
mix and master just as well. Mm. And then there's me who's only got the one talent. So <laughs> I'm just here to hit stuff. Uh, but dude, I'll tell you what, I just got a, Oh, what is it called? It's like Tascam interface that has like 10 outlets Ooh, nice. to record drums at home. <laughs> so I don't have to drive three hours. That's uh, nice. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I, I understand the struggle of yeah. drums at home. <laughs> yeah. Gotta have the space and all that crap too, mm-hmm. and not neighbors that aren't gonna bug the crap out of you. Um, <laughs> turn that down. Um, yeah, yeah. So, oh man. So you guys, aside from Judas Priest and uh, Deep Purple and Kids Bop, apparently, uh, <laughs> I I know you guys have played some other shows with. Um, did you guys play with? Uh, you guys played with Knock Loose, or was that going to happen at I Matter? I I couldn't. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. that was supposed to happen at I Matter. Um, which again, hopefully this summer happens. Right. Um, I think Red was on that show too. Oh. Um, so so that 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 would have been really cool, but hopefully is going to be really cool. Um, so yeah, hopefully soon to come. Okay, so okay, I'm I thought just, you guys had. I'm just so excited. Like, oh sorry. No, no, no. I'm just you go so ahead. excited. Like. <laughs> for uh if that show gets played again which th- th- we should be on it but if knock loose goes on it again mm-hmm. dude i just want to see knock loose again we saw them on <laughs> yes. yeah, we saw them with august burns red on the christmas burns red show that they do oh every year gosh. and dude that that was the best show of my life and knocked loose like that was the most fun i've ever had simultaneously the most danger i've probably ever been <laughs> yeah. in so it was yeah. so good though that sounds like a knocked loose show. I've not been, yeah. but I can imagine. I've heard their yeah, music. yeah. Good, it was Lord. incredible. I can, I can imagine. Like, <laughs> dude, yeah, they're uh, what is that album? Uh, crap. Uh, is it different? Different shade of blue or something yeah. along those lines? Yeah, that thing, crazy, dude. Crazy so heavy. Good. Yeah, it's so good. That's what hardcore should sound like today. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. But, oh, man. Uh, so, okay, I guess one thing that I've never never gotten clarification on, but, you know, how did you guys come about to signing with Rottweiler? And were there other, like, other opportunities for other labels? Yes, yeah, so um, after we released Salty in the Wound, uh, pretty, like, pretty quick after we released that, because... So I was in the wound, I want to say was we released in like February or early March or something. So pretty soon after we released that, uh, Sean got in touch with us and he mm-hmm. was like, can you guys crank out some more songs like this one? So we sent him the other two songs, Spiral Out and Dirt Nap, that we had released in the same session mm-hmm. as Salting the Wound. And I guess he really dug them and he sent over the contract for us to sign. We didn't really look anyplace else because the Rottweiler contract is great for artists as Definitely. as you know yes so like <laughs> and just just through signing with rottweiler we got a huge boost too so like it has been incredible and it was definitely the right decision but yeah we didn't really like shop around anywhere else because like that opportunity that we got there was was killer so we took that okay okay yeah i guess i just never heard what the official story much like most of the bands the only bands i've had that experience with are, is the one i'm in um <laughs> but yeah man i it definitely has been a it's been a great experience hasn't it i guess yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know 
Doesn't hurt, doesn't hurt that we're on the same label as uh, Soul Embraced and uh, Immortal Souls. So there's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. These guys are freaking crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh man. So what? Uh, what would you guys say your? I mean, we've kind of touched on this here and there, but like, what would you guys say your like influences are musically? Each each one of you. Yeah. So, um, personally, for me. Just a few bands that come to mind. Um, definitely Gojira, heavily Gojira, probably more than anything. Right. Uh, Mastodon, and I know that that goes for Bryce and Liam too, um, but definitely personally too. Um, X-Toll, heavily influenced. Um, recently, Opeth, I'm influenced by. Mm. And um, August Burns Red. While, I mean, like in terms of sound, Mm-hmm. I don't think we sound very similar to August Burns Red and we don't try to because I yeah. I mean I love what they do. Um, but we're just different bands, but in just terms of like them being so good and I listen to so much August Burns Red, they just when I listen to them, they make me want to pick up my bass. Um yeah. so yeah. <laughs> right on. <clears throat> yeah. I'd say my main, I mean, along with Mastodon, I'm also a huge uh Baroness fan. I don't know if you mm-hmm. ever heard of them. I have, yeah. Yeah, I'm big Baroness fan. Um, and then in terms of just like personal influences, Randy Rhodes is like my biggest influence in terms of guitar playing. Like the way that he makes it just sound like an extension of what he's feeling. Like my, my favorite solo of all time is the Over the Mountain solo. It's mm-hmm. it's just it's incredible. It just sounds like he's having such a blast. And he's he's my main influence on like the lead playing and just having fun on guitar. But then Bill Kelleher from Mastodon, he's right. he's my biggest influence in terms of riff writing like songwriting and putting all that stuff together because i i love how he will like craft a whole song where like it's always a riff like the like it's riff to riff to riff to riff and i love riffs if you can't tell yeah but, i think we're catching on yeah <laughs> and, and like like he never like never really just like oh like he here's a chord progression or something but he'll be able to craft this super open chorus with with a riff you know and able to like write these songs with just compilation of riffs so he's the riff master and he influences me in like the songwriting riff writing uh style right on so are you, yeah I, I yeah i've i've not gotten into mastodon too much but i am familiar i had one of their albums and i i don't know what happened to it I don't, it's gone now but <laughs> are you guys familiar with um a band called today is the day I've heard the name a bunch. Bill and I think it was Bill and Braun Daler. They were both in that band prior to join to starting Mastodon. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, watching like all the Mastodon documentaries and interviews and stuff. Like I, I haven't listened to the band, but yeah, I, I I know some of their backstory with it. Yeah, dude that that band is crazy. Like. They've gone through like 25 members and stuff like that. And really, but wow. they put out like 10 albums sort of, it's like one of those careers. Yeah. There's just one guy left. Yeah. <laughs> but man, it's, it's uh, very psychedelic, I guess is the best way to okay. put it, but just all over the place, man. I was listening to an interview with uh, like their old bass player, one of their, you know, 20 old bass players. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I just, I guess that just came to mind. I, I knew you guys were huge Mastodon fans. I figured I'd, I'd bring that up, but uh, yeah, 
I'll have to listen to that. Yeah. I, I'm, I like anything Mazadon does. Oh, heck yeah. I might, I might put maybe a song on, in the, in the show here, like underneath or something. I don't know. Nice. I, nice. I'm, yeah, I'm not great at the editing. I usually leave that to Roland, but since he's being a since he's being a bum this week, uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Roland, I love you, dude. But um, you know, it's the way it is. Uh, so I yeah, I mean, well, I don't really know where else to go with this. Is uh, how, how have you guys been? We've been doing great, man. I mean, a little stir crazy still, but great. Right. How are you? I've, you know, it's been, I've been all right for the most part. It's been nice. a crazy, it's been a crazy week or whatever, but mm. yeah, I mean, the quarantine here and there has been a little nuts. And, uh, you know, adjusting to life is crazy. Yeah. Cause you, you guys are both in school, right? Still, yeah. obviously I can't, yeah. I just asked the same question I did earlier. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out and make me sound great. Uh, but no, <laughs> Do you guys work too? On top of that, uh, no, okay. I, I don't have a job. It's just working on brutality. <laughs> yeah, hey, there's no no shame in that game, my dude. But uh, yeah, yeah. So I feel you there. But uh, I've been working. Yeah, I've, it's been hard to do school work and also balance out musical stuff. Promise yeah, you. yeah, that's that's hard. <laughs> it's just it's why it was uh kind of crazy when you were like. Yeah, I can do noon. I'm like, oh, hey, I got to be over at hit my buddy's house and get all this stuff set up. That's kind of why I was uh, why I was a little wishy-washy with that. So I apologize oh, for that. You're but, totally uh, all good, man. Yeah, you yeah. got a lot on your plate. That's awesome. Right. I mean, I enjoy it. So like, yeah. might as well. I like being busy. <laughs> as long as you're enjoying it. Right. Uh, so, you, so, yeah, I guess that has question you guys you kept referring to practice um do you guys like schedule out like playing or practicing guitar and stuff like that is that what you meant by that or is there something else you guys have like actually scheduled going on yeah i think um in terms of like band practice we mm -hmm. try to do once every week um mm -hmm. it's a little trickier to do that now just um prices over at college so instead of like two locations um it's now three locations um, to like coordinate with, um, but still, um, we're still going to regularly practice and we plan that out. Um, and in terms of individual practice, um, just like you were saying, like balancing a bunch of different stuff, it's that's, we've kind of like always had to do that because again, school takes up a lot of time. Um, and I mean, obviously, uh, yeah, just like school takes up a lot of time right. and we also do track like Bryce runs for, um, his college and, I've oh, always right. run in high school. So that takes up some time too. But I mean, again, I enjoy it and I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't enjoy it. But it definitely takes balancing it because, I mean, really, that's all I do. Like a, a lot of kids, they'll like, you know, hang out with their friends like most of the time or say watch binge Netflix or whatever right. you want. <laughs> but um, like for us, it's always just been like in my free time. I'll play bass or I'll practice vocals or yeah. Bryce and I'll write songs. Um, and so having that dynamic, just like our free time isn't just laying on the couch, you know, it's like <laughs> our free time is still working, but again, it's working at stuff that we love to do. So it doesn't really feel like work. It's just fun. Sure. Exactly. I can relate to that. 
yeah. here I thought you guys were in the same house and you just wanted to call from different rooms. I, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, we're a few hours away. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Oh, that's <laughs> really funny, actually. <laughs> yeah, Bryce said you were gonna hop on. I'm like, what it he's gonna join in a different call? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a whole lot more sense now. Yeah. Oh man, that's really funny. So I totally forgot you guys did track. I knew that. I've been yeah. following you guys on, on social medias and you guys talk about it. Basically, if it's not uh, metal, it's track. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I totally, I knew you guys were into that sort of thing. Mm. Uh, totally didn't even occur to me to ask about that. So <laughs> Bryce, you said, you, or he said you did track too. So you guys both have been doing that since high school? Yeah, yeah. We both, uh, Reese has been running all throughout high school. I ran all throughout high school. And now I'm on the, I go to Oneonta State in New York and I'm mm-hmm. on their uh, cross country and track teams. Hmm. Well, how did you guys, how did you guys get into that sort of thing? So like, our parents are both very avid runners. Like wow. my mom, back when she ran, she was like state champion and everything. And our grandfather on that side he was her coach and he's been coaching and everything for like like that's his whole life athletics and stuff mm-hmm. so it's kind of came down from that side like grandfather being a great coach and then our mom being a great runner and still running and then my dad got into it and they both run like marathons and ultra marathons and all that type of stuff so as soon as we were big enough to start running uh they had us run and then we'd start running races mm-hmm. and stuff and it was good because we were never forced into it, just like with music, you know, it was mm-hmm. never like, oh, you have to do this. But it was just like, oh, here's something cool that we do. Like, if you want to do it with us, it'll be a lot of fun and you'll enjoy it. And yeah, so far with music and running, it's been great. And they've gotten us into it and we've just taken it and ran with it and ran with it. Literally ah, I see what you did. I... That's <laughs> clever. <laughs> I'm gonna... Oh, goodness. Um we just lost listenership for that. Um, oh, yeah. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's super cool, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's cool that they, that they brought it to your attention and they didn't like force you into it. That's always super sweet when a parent does that. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's for sure, man. But, um, oh my gosh, I had another question and I've again, forgotten about it. Mm. Well, that's all good. I do that all the time, <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Well, I think, I guess, I mean, uh, we're getting close to wrapping it up here, I think, since you guys got, you got other stuff you got to get to, but uh, you guys got anything else you want to say? I mean, like promote the album a little bit more or? Yeah. Worldwide Desolation is out now anywhere you can stream or buy it. It's 12 tracks of just straight brotality, brutality. (laughs) 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 Yeah. And it would mean a ton if you guys could check that out, if you like it sharing it really goes a, a super long way and just thank you guys so much oh we also have instagram facebook twitter we have youtube where we post a lot of ridiculous stuff as well as like music <laughs> videos and that type of thing so you can follow us on basically any social media platform you can think of and yeah our music is available anywhere that you can that you'd want to check it out right on yeah man well it was a huge blessing getting to talk to you guys again sorry it was kind of short notice but uh all good. Thank you so much for having us on. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Thank you. It was a great conversation. And yeah, yeah, yeah. hopefully, hopefully uh, audio feed and some of those other festivals will happen this year and we'll yes. be able to, you know, Hey, maybe we'll meet up sometime if, if yeah. it happens. We'll be, be on able- the same bill. Heck be yeah. 
that'd be a blessing, man. But yeah, uh, thank you guys so much. And thank uh, you. yeah, man, you guys have a great rest of your day. Thanks yeah, you. you right on. <laughs>